I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. So I've never understood LVMH. Oh, that's weird since your nickname is Poshua because you love luxury. I know. Why does the same company make high-end beverages and fashion clothing? Because high-end. So LVMH is a holding company for luxury brands. They own LV, Louis Vuitton, M, Moe, and H, Hennessy. But they also own a bunch of things you've heard of like Givenchy, Fendi, Celine, Donna Karen. Dior, Sephora, you know, the ubiquitous makeup store, Bulgari, and all the duty-free shops that you see in the airport. I think the important thing to understand about LVMH is that they see themselves as a brand that transcends product and moves product into lifestyle. And so in terms of LVMH, their core expertise is knowing what to do with a luxury brand. One thing that they have decided is that they should not be available on Amazon. Yeah, uh, no. You shouldn't. I, I totally support this decision, by the way. And I know that you disagree, but go on. Tell the people why you think that I should buy a luxury bag the same place where I buy a vegetable spiraler or a slow cooker. Because you should be able to buy everything on Amazon. This is an organ trail. <laughs> the point of Amazon is that they carry everything. I'm not, I'm not going to the store because I need everything that I could possibly carry in my Conestoga wagon to the Willamette Valley. When people buy luxury goods, it's also partly about the experience experience of shopping for that good. But so I, I get your point about in-person sales and you want to maintain a certain standard of the, the way that things are merchandised and the way the sales experience worked. You don't want your goods in just any store if you're trying to maintain your brand image. I don't see why that's so important with a remote sale. Amazon.com looks like Walmart.com. People who are shopping for luxury goods want to, and in the article that we read, it, com- it talked about the experience that you have when you shop at Guilt Group. That is a more calm experience. There's not as much crap everywhere when you go to the web page. The pricing is like in a cuter font. It's just like it seems richer. It seems more luxurious. And they're listed with other goods of comparable quality. Exactly. So it's not, you know, next to the Old Navy t-shirt or aeropostale or whatever. This gets back to something I don't understand about LVMH and why it's all one company, which is that this is this is their approach with their fashion brands, but the high-end champagne and liquor brands are sold in the same liquor stores as crappy cheap liquors and wines, often next to each other on the shelves. And for the online shopping, you can order Moet champagne well, or Dom Perignon. Getting drunk is an emergency. That is an emergency. <laughs> But so I guess the question is, why does the need to be in the exclusive high-end environment apply for clothing, but it doesn't apply for alcohol? I'm assuming that it's about the consumption, because you buy alcohol to consume it so that it never exists ever again. Whereas these clothes, these are things that you want to keep forever. I mean, whenever I buy a designer purse, it comes with a care kit. That is kind of what people want to do with these luxury goods. They want to maintain them. Nobody wants to keep, well, I mean, you want to keep a bottle of champagne maybe for a while, but it's not there to be worn. It's there to be consumed. So then where this ought to land in the end, right, is that you want a front-end experience that's more luxurious. You want people shopping on this website to have an experience that seems commensurate with the brand and that is exclusive in terms of what brands are carried, but you want to be able to take advantage of Amazon's infrastructure on the back end. Amazon's great at fulfillment. Logistics, Um, amazing. They're able to ship very cheaply. So you would think Amazon should ultimately end up in this business, right, that they would have a retailing platform that is up to the standards of these luxury retailers in terms of the way the consumer interacts with it. 
it and that would take advantage of all of Amazon's actual skills in causing things to be delivered quickly where they ought to be. So, guys, Amazon, if you can come up with a website design that doesn't look like a swap meet, then maybe you'll have something there. So one question might be, what's in it for Amazon to develop a sort of separate retail experience like this? And now, obviously, they want market share. They want to be the people who sell everything. So it just creates an opportunity for them to carry products that they otherwise wouldn't be able to carry. But I think a big reason they would be resistant to it is that Amazon doesn't want to just sell everything. They want to be thought of as the place that sells everything. They want people to just think, I need to buy something, therefore I'm going to go to Amazon. So if they have to hive it off into a separate site with a separate URL, with a separate user experience, it doesn't serve that key goal of creating the, the idea that Amazon is the everything store. You still have people thinking, well, I go to Amazon to buy these things, and I go to fancy-ass website that happens to be run by Amazon to buy these but specific things. But people don't want to buy luxury goods at the everything store. They Some just people don't. do. I don't know who, who are they. But Amazon sells all don't sorts of— Don't invite them to my parties. Amazon sells all sorts of high-end things. You know, if you're getting a new set of knives, they could be like shoon knives that cost over $100 per knife. It's a utility. It's a utilitarian good, like a jacket or a pair of shoes that you're going to buy for an exorbitant amount of money from LVMH are not anything that you need. See, this is amazing to me, that Louis Vuitton is unwilling to be on Amazon, but they own those fucking duty-free shops. Listen, like, everybody has to go to the Air Airport, man. What's more basic than duty free? I mean, I don't, I don't partake. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, the, those duty free shops—they sell liquor, they sell fragrances. So I'm sure it's a channel to sell some of their products. But like, again, if that's not diluting the brands to be present in the airport, then I don't understand why they can't put them on Amazon. This is an opportunity for people who are traveling to buy luxury goods, and that is why. You, yeah. There's a specific purpose. When you go to Amazon, like I said, it's the freaking Walmart of the internet. You I, can't put a Celine bag on Amazon.com. I think nothing screams luxury like being on a shelf next to a giant Toblerone. A giant Toblerone is luxury. <laughs> Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 